0: I don't believe it. I swear I do not believe it. And they are back on terms. Hello, and welcome to New York Talk. This is our. Pre-season prediction episode Where we're going to talk, go through How we think the season ahead mm. Is going to go Before it gets real the Next Saturday uh, we to come to town uh, So We've got a full house today For the first time ever Five Rodham fans all together We've got Ben with us Who's still got his lovely pink cast on
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: Not even getting started I might have still got it on um, I, I know So it's great uh, We've got Danny Danny with us again Just to join us mate
2: Hello Pleasure to be here again
0: uh, Lewis, all of you, you with us, well, you both got classic shirts on. I uh, appreciate the effort. We got the memo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we've got Mick, uh, as regulators will know, he sometimes turns up in a car park in Wales, and today is one of those days.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm parked right in the back corner of the Co op car park at uh, Bentwick in Anglesey, waiting for cops to come and ask me what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't dodge it all. Wow! uh yeah if i so, disappear you'll know what's
3: happened <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh so here we go we we're going to talk about the middlesbrough game that happened um go through some transfer news uh you know it's not we've recorded sunday night so there are expected to be transfers confirmed sunday Monday morning or later tuesday but <coughs> we, can't, we can't talk about them yet but we will talk about as much as we can Uh, We've got a little chat from Paul Davis later on as well, which I spoke to earlier for 10 minutes or so, which will be part of this episode. Uh, So, let's get on with it. Uh, Danny, you I think you were the only one who went to the Middlesbrough game. Uh, We're all (laughs) of the (laughs) commitments. It was it wasn't a disaster but it did not go well for
2: us, for many reasons. Yeah, Yeah, that that all important but Um, I'd say in the second half we were a lot better than the first half. I think um the just the I d I don't know what it was. I think just Middlesbrough just sort of shocked us a little bit. You know, I, I think mm. for some players it might have been the occasion of Matt Crooks coming back and they don't really want for him to show them up mm. possibly. Um and I would say the first half would have would have probably ended goalless if not for that spectacular free kick that Middlesbrough scored. Um and I think if Johansson was still on the pitch it would have saved it because we had young Josh Chapman in goal as as backup I mean it might have just been a, a bit of a catching him out you know I didn't expect it to go that way or, or something I don't know but in the second half we were a lot better uh, we showed a bit more of the championship bit ability we've got in our squads um, but like you say it wasn't a disaster it just would have been nice to go through pre-season unbeaten and not a bit of a that thing at the back of your mind of when well, we've lost the final game, how will that affect us against Plymouth next week? You know, but it is what it is, not a disaster, but you're entertaining, we'll say that. You're entertaining.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, Lois did an article last week for us on Victor Hanson, which is still up on New York Talk.co.uk if you want to give it a look. Uh he came off injured about 15 minutes into the game. There's no confirmation yet how serious it is. I think we we'll wait for a scan on Monday. Um, I think from what Warney said. He could be out for four or five weeks. He could be back in on Saturday. If he's out for four or five weeks, the transfer business is going to be ramped up again because we're going to need another keeper. At least what more. injury is it? Quad.
1: Yeah, to, like I said, it could be Oak, could not it? I mm. remember I said on the last podcast, I said, like, touch wood, don't get injured, so uh, you, can, you can blame me for <laughs> him getting injured. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it could be anything, couldn't it? So hopefully it's it's only a couple of day job and it can be back for Saturday. Like otherwise, like you said, we're gonna have to bring someone else in, especially with because I don't know how long Vickers is out for, but I know he's Similar out for some of the time. Well. I think over a month or so. Is it? Mm. All right, um, yeah. So in that case, we'll have to bring someone else in, even if it's mm. just a short term loan. Uh, but yeah, fingers touch, touch wood again that it's not not uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything serious and he's coming back for Saturday. Passing him out for the season, though. It's not even that. Oh yeah! I'll just, I'll just, I'll talk about him ever
0: again. <laughs> uh, it's another quad injury. make got two current quad injuries, un, both in undetermined length of issues. Icky and Victor both got quad issues. Both might if it's Saturday. Both could be out for a month. Shane Ferguson had a flare up of his quad, not an injury, but a flare up due to our pre-season training. He wasn't sort of used to it. Um This came at, you know this brought out some uh, issues from fans on twitter um it's one of those things though that there are right that there are questions to be asked but at the same time it's only a couple of players and it's preseason is meant to be hard and we seem unlucky with injuries a minute is where i'm sort of at with it i assume you're more in support of that.
3: yeah i i mean it's just farcical really isn't it you know, Yeah, you players get injured it's a, it, it, that's a fact, a fact of life. Because two players have got a similar injury, doesn't we? Don't we? Don't have to start sacking manager, physio, and, and and all coaches. You know, relay training ground and, and completely change training regime. It it, it happens, and I I don't. It just it is. I don't know. I don't know. People just seem to want to jump on a bandwagon, whatever it is, and moan about it. Um, you know, if we've not got, if we're not moaning about injuries, we're moaning about transfers. If we're not moaning about transfers, we're moaning about pies. We're not just, look, people get injured, don't they? It, it, it's a fact. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe it's not a coincidence that they both got similar injuries. Maybe it's something to do with, with some of the training sessions that have been put on, but maybe it's, maybe I'll, I'll go on Ben's side and say, it's a lack of preparation by players. It's not necessarily anything to do with uh, the, the training methods that were put in place, but, you know, it's a bandwagon for people to jump on, isn't it? I, I don't know. I, it's just, it, 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 I find it quite depressing, you know, this, this sort of constant, constant digging at the club and at the, at the, at the staff and, and at the players and at the management. And, and It's just bizarre. Listen, they're injured. Yeah. They'll get better.
0: Yeah, I saw some people people on Twitter suggesting we shouldn't be playing pre season friendlies with the squad this week because it might create more injuries. Stupidest thing I genuinely think I've ever heard. (laughs) Stupidest thing I've ever heard. Let's just not play a season. I was going to be more diplomatic about it, Ben, but yeah, basically. (laughs) But it is.
4: I don't know who put that on Twitter. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Let's just cancel the season, play football manager, and see who wins that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a stupid thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you've got to play preseason. You've got to got to play preseason friendly <laughs> Even if you've got eleven fit players, you're still going to play preseason friendlies. You, these these players need game time. Uh, was what I was going to say, Ben. So thank you. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I was so diplomatic, I thought it <laughs> was so <laughs> <up laughs> expensively. <expand> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're the one Ben. Are you? Is, what, what are your thoughts on the on these uh, injuries of same areas? Is it, is it just one of those things? These things do happen, but it's to happen. It's, it's a muscle
4: injury, so my guess is something to do with the training regime, uh, but at least it's not his knee, you know what I'm saying? At least it's not two people out with ACL or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't know. It's impossible to say because I'm not in that training ground five days a week. I'm not at the pre-season friendlies, do you know what I mean? I'm not involved in the training regime, so it really is impossible and everyone... You know what I'm saying? likes to become a sports psychologist and football manager on Twitter uh, when they have no idea. But it's something to do in it. I get it. People get bored and think the Mourinho and Sir Alex sometimes, <laughs> which is fair. I mean, uh, what the club should do, right, is have a suggestions box and listen to everybody on Twitter. <laughs> and, then we, and then we might actually get, get promoted and listen to everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: We'd win Champions League if we did that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can We're I can just so picture far. the
2: club putting a video out and it's Paul Warren just going through the se- suggestions box, just going, That's stupid, that's stupid and he finds one gem and we win the league by doing that one suggestion.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, oh god. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so yeah, preseason's over, I think it's been pretty productive pre season. As productive preseasons can be, obviously injuries aren't ideal, but every club gets injuries, that's just part of it's part of pre-season the part, of itself, part of life Part of life The season starts on Saturday Danny The transfer window Is obviously still open Up until the 31st of August So In terms of timings There's still plenty of time To get transfers in But the injuries have caused it, The injuries sort of feel like They've caused more of a panic With transfers Than was an issue In the first place I'm just looking at our squad list now We've got about 12 12 fit If, if, if Victor and Ike are out We've got about twelve fit first team players, which looks really, really bad. Mm. <laughs> One more than enough, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I mean, technically, we've got uh, four players over the limit in football, but you can still turn out with eight players. So true. Yeah. yeah I mean, every you know, morning. That. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do. I can understand why fans are panicking a little bit to do with transfers, but. The way they've been going about it on Twitter, it's just a bit. Ugh. Every time we go, oh, UFC hashtag, it's just, oh, people moaning all the time. You know, oh, I'm get- oh we're getting a bit nervous now. No one made- we haven't signed anybody and this that, and other. And it's like, lads, patience. You know, it, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like I say, we've got until August 31st to sign players. And I'm sort of, look, I'm going to get my conspiracy theory act on. I'm sort of looking at what Paul 1's planning. And by the looks of it, before the season, we're getting in all the players that are either free or commanding fees from their club. Start the season, and then uh, improve where we need to with loans potentially. Because, hmm. like they've said on Twitter, um, potentially four in next week, all fees, and then and then Warnie said in the interview after the Middlesbrough game, there's still a chance of a <clears throat> of a midfielder from a Premier League team on loan. But that's going to be way down the line because of, well, they want to have a look at him. Their season starts later than ours. Their main players are coming back from a host of different international competitions. So with that, it's just a waiting game. But we've probably got four coming in next week. And that's the exciting bit. Four, four new signings in a week. That's enough to keep you glued to your phone throughout the week, into not it? Notifications on room to Twitter. You know, all the works for that one.
0: Yeah, is. I'm looking forward to it. Like Danny says, Lewis, a couple of signings, literally two two signings, and everybody's mood just lifts. Um Adolphin looks to be confirmed. Um full back, left left side of fullback, we think is something coming from Arsenal. Yeah. Um so if we talk about taking boxes, Lewis. They take the boxes we need. They need a defensive midfield left sided player. It's getting those players in the right area. If if patience that one he's got, hopefully it will pay off.
1: Yeah, the last thing I'd want him to do is think, oh, we've got a couple of injuries, let's go and get some. Um, Obviously, Moulin's all about wanting the right character. Um, Yeah, like I said, the last thing I want him to do is just panic and think, oh, we need some players in immediately and just get the wrong ones in. Um, I'm sure these four players, fingers crossed, we're getting this week, I'm sure that he's been targeting
0: we're having some classic technical issues this week, oh. so apologies. the <laughs> <Did laughs> no one it? Might be me. I'm sorry. Me. No, yeah, Mick is not helping. You know, of course. <laughs> 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 we, we, I apologise. I'm sorry. We, we, sorry. we got, we got it. We got more, so I think though louis we got I think we got your second.
1: You got the gist of it, anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's my... Mick.
1: Yes,
0: sorry. All right. um, you will. Go- uh, you. You are the most one of the most patient fans we've got. Um, I think if, if we didn't sign anybody before the start of the season, I think you would still be quite happy with the situation. Um, but from a signing's point of view, we're getting the right players in. But, but it seems, it seems like we're getting the right players in. Uh, are you excited for what's hopefully will be four signings? more signs this week. Four four signings of the game, hopefully more this week.
3: Yeah, I am absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, th- I keep looking at your face uh, that you can't hear what I'm saying. No, we
0: can. It was just a delay. It's fine. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I'm about, I'm about, uh, 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 from Arsenal. Yes, yeah, apparently. It uh, was at Rochdale last season, uh, on loan for seven or eight. Not, not, not many games. Seven or eight games, something like that.
2: Yeah, the um, rumour is it's uh, Tolanci Boller. He was in their under-23 setup at the minute, but they're willing to release him if they get a little bit of money for it.
0: Mm. Yeah. And then we've got the, the trialists who were in the other day as well. Um, Fossey uh, from Fulham and Matt Dale still from Huddersfield. So they're, they're still signings that we could bring in as well. I don't know if they're part of the four or part of the other ones, but the good little signings uh, that we seem to be in, so I'm quite happy. I... Assuming everything goes through and Ipswich starts of swooping and off a little <laughs> of money everywhere, then everything's looking well. Um, but you have got three teams, particularly three big teams Ipswich, Wigan, and Wednesday are all pumping massive money in. You look at, we've talked about Lewis the other day, these, these clubs are pumping money in which we cannot compete with financially. Why would you want to?
4: Why would you want a player that demands more than 10 grand a week when he's playing in League One? You're playing in League I'm One thinking- for a reason. You don't deserve more than ten grand a week. If you deserve more than ten grand a week, you'd be getting more than ten grand a week at a good club, not Wednesday or Ipswich. We're just going to give you what you want because you've got an attitude problem.
0: You got a better amount of loan deal, so his is contract it? It is a loan deal. No, his I'm not contract. on about wing. I'm
4: not on about wing specifically. I'm just on about these people in general. And then they come in with bad bad attitudes and ruin the club. You Which is why about that? they're still down <laughs> there. No, I'm, not, I'm not definitely not talking about week. Okay. They seem like um, but well, why Ipswich are the still down there for a reason. Sunderland are still down there for a reason. Wigan nearly got relegated last season for a reason. So
0: yeah, I don't know what you're saying, mate. Um, so anything else before we go on to our predictions? Is there anything else anyone wants to mention about transfers or just pre-season? General, any points anyone wants to mention or bring up?
2: Um. um the other two signings that are potentially coming in this week are going to be a right back and a midfielder. Okay. Yeah, so the, um, the, uh, the, the play, the uh, dolphins are basically confirmed, didn't
1: they? Mm,
2: yeah. We're getting reports up from Scotland, all their newspapers are talking about it. Um, <clears throat> Paul Davis said in the advertiser it's him. Uh, the, the mysterious left back, which might be boller, I'm not entirely sure it might be a bit of a surprise um then the right back and the midfielder now if the right back is commanding a fee your mind automatically goes to sean rooney from st johnston because if the right back was on loan then you'd think it was uh, marlon fossey Hmm. Uh, and then the midfielder commanding a fee no idea. Well, that could be. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I've seen Jamie Allen thrown around as well. but He's isn't been for he... league for a while, while has not he? Yeah, is he out of contract at Coventry now? Or is he still there? I think he's still in contract, yeah. Mm, might be him then. Might be him, not sure. Mm. Not sure. And then, like I say, the, the trialists might get deals as well. But we'll see how they uh, they develop a bit more.
0: Yes, hopefully it gets moving. Um, hmm. So, as I mentioned at the start of the show, I spoke to Paul Davis earlier today. So, we're going to play this, play our clip from this earlier. Uh, and then on the other side of this, we will come back and we will do our pre season predictions.
5: It's a pleasure to be on, mate. I've uh, been hoping to do it for a while. So, it's uh, nice to finally, finally be here.
0: Absolutely. Um, so, start with the obvious. We're, well, we're now recording on Sunday night, week before the season starts. All pre season action is done. In general, how do you think pre-season's gone for Rotherham? Do you think it's gone smoothly, to the bumps of the road? How do you feel that pre-season's gone?
5: Uh, I don't know how I'd say smoothly. Uh, I think uh, lack of transfer activity early doors uh, uh, meant it wasn't so smooth. I think in terms of uh, physical build-up, that's been OK. Uh, until uh, Icky got injured last week, there'd been nothing too serious on that front. You know, Warnie had put his usual beast on the players in Budapest and at Roundwood. So, uh, the progression there has been really good. Uh, it was an alright pre-season. I think there was a hangover from uh, the relegation in the Championship. I think the players came back in with the best will in the world. I think, you know, you, you try and get over things, but if something's hurt you really badly and the manner of the relegation coming like, you know, six minutes from uh, the end of the game at Cardiff when it looked like they might stay up, you know, that's a difficult thing to get over. I think being together and, you know, Warnie's influence, you know, some on the backs sort at of Roundwood has helped. But I think it took a while uh, to get there for things to get going. And I think uh, last week and the two friendlies against high class, higher class opposition than what they had played was really important. I think how they responded to that challenge was going to uh, play a big part in how they went into the season. And they rose to it. Against Newcastle, they put on the uh, best display pre-season when I mean, they were swelling first half this is a crazy thing to say Newcastle couldn't get the ball off them you know like for 15 minutes or so it was fantastic and it was a good performance uh, right through the game dropped off a bit in the second half as pre-season games always do because there's a thousand substitutes from either side which is a reporter's a nightmare to try and keep track of yeah. <laughs> Tell you, what's the game heading your laptop what's the game heading your laptop and then uh, Middlesbrough I mean that would dodge your first 20 minutes Middlesbrough looked really good but showed some character to weather that and come back in second half it were fairly even Stevens so uh, uh, and I think that particularly the Newcastle game, that you suddenly saw the Rodham of uh, you know when they trying hard in the championship when they're doing well in league one. So uh, I'm more encouraged now than I was saying, you know, than I was a week ago.
0: Yeah, I particularly Newcastle game, the midfield three, a Barles, Lindsay, and Wiles, it they would play pretty well in championship, but in League One, that's a really, really strong three. If we choose to go three, five, two. That's a really, really strong midfield three we've got set up there before. before yeah, it, it would well. be
5: yeah, it'd be even stronger if you had four to choose from and still like Crooksy, you know. I'd like to, uh, yeah. to see see <laughs> say Well that, that was never gonna happen. Yeah, I mean no one's gonna pass uh, pass better than Dan in League One. Mm. Uh, no one's gonna outbattle Jamie Lindsay or run harder than he does. And I think it's a I think it's a big year for Wilesy. I mean, I, I mm. I'm a Wilesy fan. I know he cops for a bit of stick at times, but I think he does a lot of good things. Uh, you know, he does some poor things as well. I think sometimes I think he's still Still sometimes makes mistakes we were making two years ago and he should have got those out of his game by now. But I think I think he's in terms of his all-round game, is he's, he's the most talented player Rodham have got. If you ask any of the players who's the who's got the most ability at Rodham, the Rodham players will all say why And when he's on, you know, and really going at opponents, I think he's he's a real asset. I think this is his this is his year where he, he stops being uh, a young lad with a lot of potential. To an established first teamer who's been there for a couple of years and you now really starts to, to show what he can do. So yeah, I think I think we're quite strong in midfield. And don't forget we've got another one coming in, hopefully this week in uh, uh, other thing uh, more of a defensive-minded player, which you know we, we perhaps need. And I know the club are looking for a more attacking option as well. Uh, uh, that's a fair way down the line. Uh, you know you learn not to. Uh, Talk about it too much until it happens but you know i, I know who that player is and if it does happen I, you know I, i'm i'm a follower of the club as well as some of the reports on them and uh, uh, I'd, I'd be excited to, to see him him coming
0: yeah i've on transfers uh as a fan it's a very straight time I, I, we talked about this a lot on the podcast. it's a, it's a very strange transfer and I forget about Rotherham united for a minute this transfer has been one of the strangest there's been a long time kobe has not helped euros has delayed everything um, we talked about this before we started recording this has not been ideal for somebody like Paul Warner who likes to get players in early likes to get them in the boot camp went to Hungary likes working ship and things like that but it's not for one to try is it the club have tried really hard it's just a frustrating no
5: yeah just just because players aren't, aren't coming in doesn't mean there's not an awful lot going on behind the scenes the, the Euros I don't think that stopped rather than particularly making permanent signings what it does do though is like you get a bit of quality from loan signings from the top flight like young young lads you know and some of the Premier League clubs, well, all the Premier League clubs, really, have not really got the players back from the Euros. And there's also the CONCACAF Cup being going on mm-hmm. as well. And they wait till they get their squad back and see where they are before they start letting the kids out, you know. So, I think, uh, I mean, rather than got the eye on one of those players, but I think it will be uh, a couple of weeks into the season before that may materialise. Uh, in terms of other recruitment, yeah, I mean... Uh, one he said that he thought that because of COVID and clubs tightening the belts and having smaller squads, there'd be more players available and maybe there is, but there's not been as, as much movement. That surprised him. I can see where he's coming from because mm. I thought there'd been more, more minor business. Don't know if you, if you can you know, describe it that way. Uh, but League One is there's a lot of money in League One this year. You know, two or three clubs spending really, really big, and Rodman have got the basis of a really good League One squad anyway so the players they're going for to improve them are kind of the best players in League One or those coming down from the Championship or those in League Two can really make the step up you know they've got to be good players to to be better than what Rodden have already got now of course they're the good players other clubs want those good players and some of those other clubs you know you know the Wiggins of this world the Ipswich Towns they can well one offer more in transfer fees to tempt the club and they can certainly offer way more than Rotten can in wages and you know player likes to earn money like you, like 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 we all do, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm glad Rodham is such a financially well-run club, I'd rather, I, I like the fact that I know Rodham will be there next year and financially solvent, yeah. no matter what happens, you know, so I, I don't want to chase the dream and overspend, but I, I can see the frustration where, you know, you're going for players and, you know, you see things uh, in the press or, I'm, I'm, you know, I might write, write those things, you know, uh, and, you know, you hope to get that player, then, then they go somewhere else, you know, it's... Uh, <sighs> welcome to any transfer window, really, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The one so far have confirmed signing, senior signing Shane Ferguson, when he came in, I was impressed with that. I thought he was a really good, solid championship player. Um, I think he's settled in so far and done so fine pre-season.
5: Yeah, I interviewed him uh, yeah, after his Rochdale debut. And, uh, no, n- nice kid. Not no, that's really important in football terms, but maybe, no, it is, I suppose, in terms of the, uh, the well-being of the club. Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, he doesn't look like a footballer, you know. Got little chubby <laughs> legs, and his kit doesn't seem to fit. And then uh, he gets the ball. You can immediately see the quality, quick feet, mm. instant control, looking to do the right thing. You know, he's got good grounding, like Premier League Newcastle. Watch yeah. Championship seasons with Millwall. Went up in League One with Millwall. Yeah. He's got nearly fifty Northern Ireland caps, uh, and still still playing for Northern Ireland. You know, uh, I mean left-sided player and we've needed some strength on the left for a while. Uh, he can feel that at back I don't think Warnie sees him playing as fullback. back He'll play him further, further forward. I don't know if he'll start every game because I think Robin were impressed with Mikel Miller mm. uh, in pre-season. So, yeah, as things stand, season. I could see Mikel starting on the left wing. But, you know, the Warnie way is, like, tell, tells his wingers, like, give everything for an hour. As soon as you mm. stop, you know, we'll, we'll get you off. So, uh, you know, be horses, of course, are for different games as well. So, I can see him about. I don't think he'll start 46 games but I, th- I think he'll play, he's got a major part
0: to play mm. yeah absolutely hopefully so um, so how do we think we're going to go this season I'm not going to ask for you know nail down a position where you we think we're going to finish but where's Rodham's fight this year is it top two playoffs with table where, where do you see it early days I know but...
5: yeah yeah. well one I hope there's a bit of patience because historically we don't we don't start badly but we don't always start brilliantly you know so mm. I hope after you know, we've, we've not won first four, four, four on the top I hope there's you know, not, not backlash against that. Uh, I mean, one, he's got history of taking Rotherham out of League One. He's done it twice. Uh, at the time before that, Steve Evans took us up. So historically, I keep using that word, Rotherham go up from League One. Uh, but it can't happen all the time. You know, that cycle has to be broken at some stage. And I think you're looking at, I mean, I'm probably, I'm only seventh or eighth year now covering Rotherham. So this is the strongest League One on paper that that now I've, I've encountered. Uh, I think... There's a basis of a really strong side there. It's needed numbers, as we're talking now. There's only one in, but it looks like there'll be a flurry of activity before the season starts. Now they, those new coins have got to have time to bed in, mm. and you don't you don't know how successful they're going to be. You know, you you sign players with the best intentions, but they don't all work out. You know, the recruitment's mm. is very very careful. I think some will, but no, but you don't know. Mm. Uh, so I just hope there's a degree of realism. If I find at the start of the season, it's a great time to start the season that you're always going to finish top. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I, I think where we are at the moment, that if you took you know 10th place would be fairly solid, and the playoff position would be a really, really good season. As a, as a fan, I'm going to lean towards the playoffs because you know, like I say, hope at the start of the season.
0: <laughs> Fantastic, very, really appreciate this Paul thank you very much
5: no, it's, it's a pleasure mate I, I hope uh, you come back to me in season mate I'm laughing at me because we were top two and I never predicted it though.
0: so there we go and thank you for Paul Davis for doing that we really do really appreciate him doing that um so we're now going to crack on with our pre-season predictions so we can come back in May and laugh at how badly <laughs> we got them all um, Wait, didn't you get
4: quite close last year yeah, we're closest,
3: I think last year.
4: Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I
3: think I predicted sixth bomb.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think me
4: and Matt just missed 80, didn't we? Yeah, I must
0: have. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mick was mixed at the bar at a playoff place in the Championship as uh, the level of predictions we're kind of looking for, so. Okay. <laughs> Come on then. Uh, so we're gonna go through we've got five categories, we're gonna go through a finish position, top scorer, most assists, who we think is player of the season, and who we think is gonna be the breakout player. these are all very difficult because we've got we've got quite a small selection to choose from at the minute, and we could have seven or eight more players to pick from, but that's our pre season prediction works. Um so Lewis, I'm gonna start with you, mate for the first one. Finish position.
1: Where do you think we're gonna finish the season and why? I've gone for fifth in playoffs. Um, I think this league this year is, is far stronger than what it was when we in, in it last year. Um, a lot of money's been thrown about. When you look at, at the moment, I look at Lincoln and Ipswich being the, the best contenders to go up, I think, on paper anyway, when you look at the squad and managers they've got. But you've got to look. There's reason like 10, 12 teams that could, you could uh, make an argument to go up. But when you look at our squad, we've only lost Crooks from last year. Um, we performed pretty well in in championship. We were just come on stuck with numerous injuries and COVID, obviously. And I think we'll fare pretty well. To be fair, I think we just need to add a few bodies in, which we'll do this week. And I think we'll be pretty well set. Fair enough, uh, Ben. Um, I was like going to you because
0: you, you you're going to tell me we're going to finish fourth, and you're going to say first, and you're going to say seventh. <laughs> Because no, because it's so impossible because we could go first game at the
4: season and the replacement, or we don't bring a rec- replacement keeper in. Johansson, some recklessly. Oh, no, I still bring a replacement keeper in, right? Tez is PCL, MCL, ACL, whatever the case may be. Smithy gets injured. Icky gets injured again. Woody gets injured. There's so many variables in the sport. It's impossible. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? So I'm going to fourth uh just uh, basically it's a thing you have a hat to be honest. Like well yeah. It's, it, it, there's no we can't put you can't put any logical evidence because there's so many variables, but
0: four. Okay. Can we just sort of spanner in the words what we're trying to do ventures on Well I'm trying, <laughs> I'm training. It's really hard because it's, it's yeah, whatever. 4 Um I'm gonna go next I'm gonna say eight. I've yeah, I'm just not uh, as we sit now. This is where it's going to be. Uh, I've got my negative head on at the minute. I don't know why. I've just got my negative head on. I said, uh, it's, it's a tough league. We've all we've all said it. It's the toughest league one in a long time. Uh, I think everyone else had a better transfer window so far. So I think, yeah, it's going to be. It doesn't a mean a, a anything.
4: It doesn't mean anything. Of course, it doesn't. It doesn't
0: mean anything.
4: If, if it's a still transfer crap, window, you if you, it crap, Wednesday's still crap. Sunday still crap. We're not. We weren't crap last year. We got done over by COVID, done over by the EFL, done over by some unfortunate decisions.
0: We did. I don't think
4: transfer window has anything to do with it because yeah, you could see you say it, yeah, they have a good transfer window. But let's say Ipswich go and all their players get injured or all their players play crap or all their players turn out to be bad apples and Send their club spiralling down. You, you can't say that. There's no criteria for a good transfer market because no one knows what a good player is because everyone's got a different opinion. Everyone goes on Twitter with a football manager head-on and then evaluates everyone.
0: Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's fair to say, let's use him as an example, Lewis Wings a fantastic signing for League One. That makes Wednesday yeah, makes a good signing. That, there's, there's other, there's other, some, I, I'm just using that as an example because we know, we know that player. <laughs> Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, I know we all know a few Ipswich players that they've signed. a lot of on paper some really good signs. That's why I'm saying they've had a good transfer window. It may not turn out that way, but it looks so like they've had a good transfer window.
4: What do they propose this to you then? Wings are so playing really bad. well. Wait, let me propose this. Wings wing are playing really well. but banning gets face on and that club has a massive argument. That's not a good signing.
2: Yeah, I know. You know, you, know he, you might have a point there, Ben, actually, because Barry Bannon's like Mr Sheffield Wednesday, isn't he? Yeah. So if, he takes, if Wing takes up his position, because he's been performing really well, and like you say, he gets face on, it might cause a bit of conflict because Barry Bannon might go, oh, well, I want to transfer in January then if I'm not starting. Because Barry Bannon's probably on the most money, if not a really high wage at Wednesday. And if lewis wing comes in and upsets the apple cart then you know we, you never know i mean i had a i had a chat with my chef wednesday mate um about how they performed against huddersfield today in the cup and he said lewis wing played really well but barry bannon played better i mean even though they drew nil nil lost on penalties barry bannon played better so that's a headache get for darren moore but I mean, the, the, you might have a point about if it gets face on, and like we say, we don't really know what is a good transfer window until like in March or April time when you start mm. really seeing where everyone will finish. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a difficult year. And I saw m I, saw, I saw mixed reaction to the uh, the decisions idea. <laughs> the decisions. I idea. Do you want I want to I jump in on that one in. Right? I
4: was I was struggling <laughs> for thing, I didn't even mean it. I was just struggling <laughs> for points in my argument. I just oh, threw in.
0: Fair enough.
2: Talking nonsense, Ben.
0: Uh, Danny sticking with your mate, where's your where's your prediction we'll finish?
2: Right before I say mine, I promise I haven't just written it down for when Paul Davis said it. I promise I wrote it down yesterday. I have it on my bit of paper. I wrote it down yesterday. Um, I said top ten helpful with what we've got at the minute, but upwards of sixth if we make the right additions. I said. Okay. So if, if we make some good signings, six upwards. But as we are at the minute, I reckon top ten easily.
0: I'll put you down for six then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael plus, your Six miss- Plus. Six plus that's that's that's, that's Yeah. Plus, <laughs> um Mick, you're Mr. Optimist, I assume you think we're gonna win the league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <and> my <laughs> internet connection is, that, is not right, very I good. Podcast is. Sorry, Mom. Go
3: um yeah, my my internet connection is obviously really really poor, um, so I'm I'm only catching bits and pieces of this. And um, I, I heard Ben says something about unfortunate decisions, and um, I, I, I used the word unfortunate, and it just it just made me laugh. And uh, I, I had to I had to mute my mic because I was, I was I was laughing so much at the use of the word unfortunate. Um, I, I I just have a look at what that means. And, uh because it doesn't mean what you meant <laughs> listen mate Did we, we, we could of can of them make them? predictions all day long we, no you didn't know i know what you meant but it, we, we, none of them were unfortunate they were all they were all garbage decisions weren't they anyway, Wait, yeah okay, but let's really let's crazy. go let's get off Yeah let's not talk about gavin ward there's no point it's just not worth it there's for the
0: episode, uh, guys.
3: mate listen my my prediction my prediction is is champions we're good enough listen we are good enough people might have been out spending money but like like it's like it's going out of fashion um, but like a with you know arms. they've still got they still got to get a team together. What <laughs> get man with arms? They've still got they still got to gel as a team, team and they've got to perform yeah. well. Uh, Google it.
0: If you not if you didn't listen to the last episode, that's that's that was the analogy making you last time <laughs> <well>. <laughs> uh, uh, And Mike Lewis, I still don't get it either. So I've asked several people about it, and they don't get it either.
2: Um, <laughs> I reckon we need to start a podcast bingo and you just keep and who someone crosses them off, yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got a line of duty bingo, let's do a rough me out of podcast bingo.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mick's this. I did see if I can't with the podcast, it's one of the non the one of the football league podcasts. They put us down as, as winning the league as well. Um, so you're not on your own there, Mick. Um, I, I, I would love it to happen. Let's see. Um this one I think will be easy when if we don't go all go for the same one. It'll be similar. Uh, top scorer. Uh Mick, you finish that one, so we'll start with you. Who is gonna be finished as our top scorer?
3: Smithy is the obvious choice in it. Um, and, and I can't really see past him to be honest with you. Oh, um, if if Freddie manages to to, to perform to the level he performed in that first half against Newcastle, then he might give Smithy a run. Um because he, he was he was he was well on it, very aggressive and mm. and and you know he he, he really performed well so uh, I'm going good for Smithy I think I don't think I can see past him as top scorer this season. Big shout out well, I
0: thought I thought you were going Freddie. Um Lewis,
1: where are you going? Well, I'm going for Freddie. Uh if you look at uh, two seasons ago he got I think he got fourteen from thirty. In the curtailed season, um, so going off that, if he if he stays fit, we're looking twenty plus goals a season. He's a proven proven League One goal scorer. Um, is our is our best goal scorer at the club quite comfortably, I think. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it'll be Freddie.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and the season before that in League One as well with Plymouth got twenty plus,
2: which I think it yeah. twenty or, or just over twenty. So, uh, it's great at this level. Um, Danny. Um, I've gone for the reverse of Mick. I'd say um, Ladipo, he will definitely be up there, like Lewis says, as a proven lead one goal scorer, but Smithy will give him a run for his money because of the way Smith's performed in pre-season, especially against Newcastle. You can tell that those two play better together as the front two because you've got the Freddie as, as the quick one with good feet. Smith is the, the big lumpy two blow, who gets his head on it. Um, so I think those two will be quite dangerous in League One, but I reckon Freddy might just edge it by the end of the season.
0: Fair I think yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a bit of a classic big man, little man, uh, to front two. Um, Smithy is better than a classic front man, and, and Smith Freddie is better than a classic little man. But I think they, they can fill those roles as well. Um, I'm going there with say Freddie. Uh, like, like you as well said he was a proven goal scorer at this level I'm referring the championship's got you know but I makes mean, he played it's, it's got a reasonable amount of goals um, Ben uh, I'm interested to see where you go with this one I'm going to go Freddy
4: that doesn't mean I'm going to, I think you're going to play well I think you're going to score the most goals but I don't think you're going to play the best I don't think he'll be the best striker at the club I think he'll be getting most goals but I don't think he'll be the best striker I haven't made that clear
0: you're one of these people. Do you know? You see people on Twitter going when Smithy is not scoring goals. Go oh, people, 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 people. People go on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but he's a striker. That's his job. So you're saying is when a striker doesn't have, doesn't have to score goals to do his job is the point you make guys I assume. Well,
4: it depends what type of offense you uh, you know what I mean. Depends what type of offense you. Uh, yeah. If listen, if, if you, you can score twenty goals and still be a crap striker. It could just bot line. you know what I mean? It could just score 20 tapping. It don't mean I'm going to think he's going play well. When I say play well, <laughs> to me, when I say play well is the way I see the game. I don't see the game of basketball when you've got big man, little man. That just, I don't see the game. It's not basketball. I don't see the game that way. I, you know what I mean? Long ball, big man, little man, little man scores. That's not the way football is played. It should be played. So I don't like people who just score goals and do nothing else. And you can say, oh, well, you liked Alfie. Alfie didn't just score goals. Alfie was ten times better than Freddie. Freddie, to me, Freddie doesn't look like a footballer. Like, I, I it, don't, it baffles me out. He doesn't look like he got good control of the ball. Like I don't want to rip into him because I think he gonna... played well last year, but like <laughs> I don't feel like he's a footballer for some reason. But yeah. He's unorthodox. Yeah, yeah. He's very unorthodox. yeah. That's the word, that's the word, that's the word. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah I, I I get I get where Ben's coming from because sometimes with Freddie he just doesn't look bothered at all. Mm. But then you'll have games like against Newcastle where he's everywhere up front. Yeah. He's across he's in that final third just everywhere. Um but but yeah, yeah, I can see where Ben's coming from with that one. Thank you. If someone does. I've been I mean I mean I mean ever. I mean your response was a little bit unorthodox, <laughs> but I understood it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does not.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, this one's gonna be more, more interesting. Most assists, um, it's a difficult. We've got lots of players to pick from, uh, any anyway, midfield three, any anyway, of the wide men. Um, Mick, where are you going for this for top assists? Because it could be anybody, like anybody. It's, it's, a,
3: it's a tough one, isn't it? That uh, it's a tough one. I, I, I I'm probably going to go down by I think, um, it looks like uh, we, we know what he's capable of. Um and, and he's not really he's not really shown it the last couple of seasons, but we we know that he can do it. Oh sorry, the last se- last season. Uh I'm, I'm probably gonna go with him, although um I'm liking the look of Mikhail Miller as well at the moment. Uh and Chio, sorry, it's one of the uh, you know per many one from, from the second one of those three, but I'm I'm gonna go with Barlaser. Okay, <clears throat> that's fair enough. Um Danny, uh where you because
0: 'cause I'm mention all the players,
2: it could literally anyone in eh? Or Freddie
0: O'Smith
2: could yeah. get him with, with a trick as well. Yeah, um, I mean, the main main two I thought about really was Ogbeni and Ferguson.
5: Hmm.
2: Um, because Ogbeni is getting a really good relationship down the right-hand sides with distribution out from Wes Harding. Um, so that could play the classic tactic of Harding, Ogbeni, runs down the wing, into the box, goal. That that, that could happen quite a lot in League One because Hmm. Gio's pace will catch out a lot of people. But then you've got Ferguson and his set-piece delivery is... He's getting up towards Barlazer and we know what Barlazer's set-pieces were like in League One a couple of seasons ago. They were up there as one of the best. But with Ferguson, he's got that as well. And he might slightly edge it on corners. Um... So it's between Benny and Ferguson. So I'm, I'm going to say Benny because of how, you can see that classic break down the right-hand side with Benny, And if he gets that good ball into the mixer, it will more or less be a goal like 80%, 90% of the time. So I'll go, I'll go Benny.
1: Fair enough. Right, Lewis? I would, would torn between Barlazer and Benny but I've just about gone for Ogbeni. I think he'll... After last season, we've been frustrated being out for so long. I think he'll come in, jumping a bit to perform this season. I think he got three assists in mm. League One last time. I think I'll be, I think I'll be looking more with more towards ten this time with with uh, hopefully Freddie, Freddie, uh, Freddie and uh, Matt uh, Smithy firing mm. awesome loads in box. Um, Thank you.
0: Keeping if it's key in it, the two seasons he's been with us, they've both been disrupted with under his last season, was obviously, massive. But the first yep. season, he came in, got injured for a few months, and we missed a lot of times. So it's key for him to get keeping him in fit, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. If he can keep fit, it will be a massive play for us. No doubt about it with, with what we've seen him in League One and in parts in, part, in the Championship last season. Hmm. It's just keeping fit, absolutely, Ben.
4: Uh play Miller. I don't see it sounds bad. I don't see Og here lasting a full year with his knee history. Just it. Fact uh He's got weak knees. Like I don't mean to be hard. It's not harsh. He's got weak knees. Now I'm not he's saying like, like any, no, he no nah, obviously I <laughs> was coming. But naturally weak knees. <laughs> Tony MCL, I don't know what he did. I mean he's had, had one knee injury? No, because he did his didn't he do his knee, came back and then did it again. He did it in the first season, didn't he? The first anyway, hamstring. He's, oh Jesus Christ. But anyway, um it's <laughs> his MCL. He's toy MCL. Uh well, something to do with MCL. I don't think I don't seem keeping fit. Uh I just don't. I hate to say that. Um but it, it's sport, isn't it? Anything can happen. And it's basically a non contact sport now, but that's another conversation. But I'll
0: go make on, another man. one off on the bingo card. <laughs> it's, it's two as well To start starts fidgeting as I started saying
4: it. So that, that's definitely another one well. Nah, it really gets <laughs> into my skin, man. It just really gets into my skin because it really gets in my skin.
0: Okay. I'm going to Uh I fancy Wiles to, to have a big season this year, uh, if he plays, the key to that is playing he's playing. in that central role, if we keep firing out to a different position I think that's going to have a big impact, but I think this year we'll, we'll see Wiles in his favourite position a lot more hopefully, and if we do we know how good he could be, he's fantastic on board, um, so he's my pick for most assists. Um, now we're going to move on to who we think will end up being the player of the season and again this is just shot in the dark uh, Lewis start with you mate uh, who do you right now who do who's, you think will uh,
1: be the standout player I've gone for Bar-Laser. Um I know last season it were pretty standards compared to this first season League One it weren't it wasn't consistent enough for me. He had a couple of games they were outstanding a couple of games, but he just didn't do it on a regular basis. For him. A bit t- it might have been a year too soon for him. But if you look at his season he had for us in League One and for I think it was out the year before, they were outstanding in both seasons. And he's just a quality, an absolute quality operator in League One. I just I can see him having a massive impact for us this year in a creative mm. sense and just driving us forward with assists and uh, it's passing I think he'll have a top season
0: yeah that's a fair shout uh, Ben I'll come back to you quickly on this one gone. On. who do you think again, again I know it's difficult but who do you think is in season Smith
4: okay. that's it the Smith uh, I mean the improvements he's made over the past few years to keep himself healthy I don't think he's had a major injury or even a minor injury um, to be honest, I can remember to keep yourself fit for that long and improve that much is a real achievement. I think people acknowledge how much of an achievement that is to stay fit that long and improve yeah. that much. Yeah, I think so. He
0: has, he has improved massively since he first came <coughs> in. Um, I like He's sat on that. bench at bottom of League of League
4: One.
1: Hmm?
4: I mean... <laughs> like you can't really get any worse apart from playing in League Two and no one wants that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. No offense, for no offense. No, not offense exi- They don't exist anymore, mate. Don't, worry, they don't exist. I mean, whatever the new <laughs> <needs to be. laughs> I don't know
0: what it's called. Um, Mick, who's who do you think is going to be player of the season?
3: I'm um, I'm going to go for popular vote. I'm going to try and win a few fans back. I'm going to go for Victor. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
4: I,
3: I, 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 just, I mean, everybody loves him.
4: At
0: least that first three, four games. So it's forty-six game season.
3: Well, I'm bothered. Oh. Yeah. Listen, listen. He's an absolute star. He's he's he's, he's a victor. End of. <laughs> uh, you so mine because I'm going to be victor as well. Um, Assuming he gets fit, which I,
0: I'm
2: sure he will. Uh, Danny. Before I say mine, can I just say mix sound exactly like Catherine Tate when he said, I'm unbothered. <laughs> it sounded just like... <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to go for, um, for Victor with mine as well. I think he'll be one of the best keepers in League One this season. I mean, even if, even if he does miss the first three or four games, he'll just come straight back in and do a job. Um, but I think... The reason why they're staying a bit quiet on his injury is because it's his first major injury in football, mm. um, and he could have just tweaked his quad like um, like uh, Ferguson has because he hasn't done a full rather than preseason, as far as I'm aware, because he didn't do the full uh, what's it called when they do it in the in the SAS um, the sickener this full pre preseason with us, mm. um, so that might be down to it, but. If it's more serious, um, we'll have to, like I said earlier in the podcast, bring somebody in to cover. But I think it's going to be Victor. I think purely because it'll be he's just got that keeper ability that he'll outclass a lot of keepers in League One and also he's a fan favourite in this. So we're going to vote for him regardless at the end of the season.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and the final category we're going to go is breakout player um now this can be a player who we've had in the past and has not been not been amazing on steps up a level this can be a key who comes through and bursts onto the scene um this could be basically anything anything you want it to be uh mick who do you think is going to be the breakout player for Rugby this year?
3: I, I'd like it to be. I'd like it to be Josh Coyote. I would love it to be JJ because I just think you know he's a local lad. Uh, he's come up through ranks, and he and he definitely, he definitely looks from the little I've seen of him as 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 he's got a lot of potential. Um, but I, I'm not entirely sure whether he's going to get a, a very good running team. It depends on how Freddie plays. Uh, so I'm going to go for Mikel Miller. Um, I just feel that Mikhail Miller is a really really good player. He didn't get a chance last season. Um, for, for whatever reason, changing formation and everything else. Uh, so yeah, for me, Mikel Miller. I think he's going to be the surprise package of this season for us. Fair enough. Uh,
0: Lewis who who's going
1: to be the breakout star? I think. Well, mix it there. I'm going for uh, Josh Coyote. I think he'll he'll start the season. as after the choice, depending on, obviously depending on through the season, Al Smith and freddie do we'll be right there getting in because his his loan spells at Gateshead and Carlisle clearly been making of him. He's grown, he's matured a lot physically as you can you can see. He's a strong lad, he's good in air, fast. He's going to score a goal as well. So I think he's going to be a great player for us. I hope he gets a chance to have a good few games this year, and I'm sure will I'm sure we're impressed. Mm. Yeah,
0: shout,
2: Danny. <laughs> um, I've got Coyote written down Because I think If he's going to make it It'll be this season Because yeah. like I said He's been on loan A few times He impressed at Carlisle Last season um, So I think If he's going to break out Into the Rotherham squad Which he says He wants to do Because Rotherham's his team uh, It'll be this season I think he'll be a good Backup striker To probably Freddie More than Smith mm. Um, But If it it's not make or break this season, but I think if he will just suddenly announce himself into football, it will be this season. So, I'm going to go KO day.
0: I like it. I'm going to still mix and go Mikel Miller. Um, everything I've seen from him is that he's going to be a really good player. Um, we just need to see it. And if he's got good, decent players around him, Barley, Zouk and Pinkball out to him, for example, uh, that's going to put him in a good position. I think that suits him, the way we set up in the midfield. Uh, ben, who do
4: you think is gonna break out star? I'm gonna say Woody because everybody keeps sleeping on him after year after year after year. He's the most I wanna change my uh best player to Woody as well. I don't, uh,
0: think Woody, I, don't I, I mean you you can sleep on him as a breakout
4: player, but you can't, he can't really. because you can't because everybody <laughs> underestimates how important he is to the team. And he's the so he's the sole heartbeat of the team. Year in year out, I don't think I, people underestimate how important that leader role of a team is. People, um, that's gone. People really do. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, so I think Woody, I'm, I can call it Woody a breakout player because I love him that much. So I don't see why I can't personally.
3: Is it is it possible to have a 36 year old breakout player?
4: Well, it I mean, is because everybody you know I mean. sleeps on him. Everybody, everybody, right, sleeps on him year after year. Yeah, everybody's playing. Where well, he's playing his 57th season in football, but he keeps us. He, he keeps us afloat. Like we wouldn't have been anywhere near the situation we got last year. We'd have been down by March, February, if we didn't have Woody. The the, the experience it brings to the team, and anyone who's been in a one success at any sport level will tell you. That that leader is needed. And Woody is up player. Yes. So I, I'm counting it. Because people underestimate it. So I'm counting a breakout player. Because nobody thinks he's going to be that.
0: For the reasons you've given, he can't break out. Because you oh,
4: we, we all we all already agree with you. Well, we're uh, breakout player then. Uh, what would we define as a breakout
2: Yo, someone, who, someone who just him suddenly improves and has a really stellar season—that's what I'd gone. That's what I say. Yes, it could be. It could be Wilds
0: moving on to a next level. It could be Curdy coming like these have gone for. It could be Miller coming. You know, rather than play I suppose you could be oh, Johansson. hands
4: on. watching watch games. Wilds. Okay. Fair enough. I think. Anyway.
0: Is, I think it's an important season for Wilds. Um, <laughs> if if he has a really good season, I think he'll go into a fantastic career. If he gets lost in the rest of the team, then it may end up becoming one of those players who just get lost within the team. I think it's a really, really important season for Ben Wiles. Um, so it's interesting to see. So that's our pre-season predictions. Uh, they are saved. So like I said, when, when it comes to May time, end of May, end of May when we've won the league, we can all have a laugh um, at that.
2: I think if uh, um, if we win the league, like Mick says we're going to do, we all have to buy him a pound. That's but, Fair enough. Um, <laughs> at least, at least uh,
4: yeah I agree to that I
0: agree to that
2: <laughs> you can buy him a pint of coat man <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um, so there we go so that's our pre-season action completed we will back on Friday morning for, a, for our first pre-season episode of the season uh, as we get with Argyle we are planning on doing a, a live show on Thursday night if we can get a Plymouth fan to come with us, come on with us, so we can learn about Plymouth to talk about their pre season, what to expect from them, that would be really good. We we'll need to try and find a Plymouth fan first. So we'll, we'll get on that and let you know through the socials if that goes through. Uh, in the meantime, go to new.talk.co.uk, you'll find plenty of stuff on there uh, to look back at some match reviews for pre season or some Michael Lewis has David about Victor Hansen and other stuff from last season. If you finally got over last season, you can look at some of the stuff that were up there from then. Um, so, I hope you subscribe to YouTube, iTunes, wherever you are as well. Um, that'd be lovely. So, we get the episodes out and when they're ready. Um, Lewis, thank you very much mate, for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure as always, mate. No worries, no worries at all.
1: Um, See what
0: Danny, my do. <laughs> I'm sure will all be terrible. I know, <laughs> we'll terrible I know.
1: I'm, I'm fully prepared for it. <laughs> uh,
0: Danny, thank you very much, mate.
1: No worries, always a pleasure,
0: Benjamin it's uh, I always mm-hmm. a like having you optional mate so it's never boring put, put it that way thank you thank <laughs> you Um and Mick will you be joining us from a car park th- for Friday's episode or will you find somewhere with the most stable Wi-Fi is?
3: yeah I, I just need to be a bit careful I'm just looking into the corner of this car park and there's a car park with people stood around it looking inside it. I don't know what they're doing <laughs> um, so I, I'll probably find a different car park <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that might be the idea. <laughs> I, I fully expect someone just to walk past Mick's car
1: and, and looking in through his back window. <laughs> I'm <laughs> expecting the policeman to walk past the back window doing this podcast. I think
2: he's knocked out the window <laughs> with his truncheon. Scold me, mate. What
1: are you doing yeah. in that car? <laughs> Wait, wandering past that <laughs> <past> guy, <laughs> isn't it? yeah, I
2: think that's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. What a way to end. So thank you very much everybody. Uh and we'll see you all for the next episode. Thank you very much.
1: Rebell, ambitious.